Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Stories like this one pop up quite often. Lenny and Steven with a PH sent this to me. Hole-in-one prize winner sues after she's denied the keys to the new Mercedes-Benz in Florida. Julia Marnin wrote this for the Miami Herald, and I've talked about similar cases before. A lot of golf courses or charities will run events and contests saying, if anybody hits a hole-in-one on this particular hole on this particular date or during this particular tournament or something, we'll give them this car or a million dollars or something. It's kind of like the half-court shot during a basketball game. And in case you don't know, those contests are run by companies that, in essence, uh, act like insurance companies. That is, they say, if you buy the contest from us, we will see to it that the money gets paid. But obviously, the golf course doesn't put up a million dollars because the people who run the contest have done the odds on this and the math on this. And they say, okay, what are the odds of someone actually doing this? How many participants will there be, et cetera, et cetera? And they do the math and they figure out a way to do it where they have enough contests run without a winner that when they have a winner, they can pay the winner and still make a profit. And so that's how that works. And so interestingly, this is the second time, I think in the last year, that we've heard of one of these contests not paying out. And there's always a fight on this because quite often the rules of the contest will say all kinds of things about exclusions. And there's a famous story, it's all over the internet, about a guy who hit a halftime basketball shot, and they said, oh, we're not going to pay you. And that became such a huge story that it became a nightmare for everybody. So here we got a situation where anyone who recorded a hole-in-one at a golf tournament in May in Florida was to win a $90,000 prize, which was a new Mercedes-Benz. Now, the lawsuit that's been filed (laughs) says the tournament was rigged, and that's an actual quote. The prize winner from Orange County never got the keys or title to the car after her hole-in-one on the 11th hole at the Islesworth Golf and Country Club in Windermere. On May 22nd, the lawsuit says, The event, a fundraiser called Fins on the Fairway, benefiting Nova Southeastern University in Orlando, offered a Mercedes E-Class vehicle as a prize to amateur golfers only. And that's what they were hanging their hat on. Amateur golfers only. And what is an amateur golfer? Because when she, the woman here who's suing, went to claim her prize, someone says the organizer uh, refused to discuss it with her and said that she wasn't going to win. And so this was witnessed by two non-playing individuals and uh, her playing partner and her caddy all witnessed this. Instead, he's accused of telling her, She was never going to be able to claim the prize and walked off. So I'm not sure if it was clear at first what they were saying was wrong with this. But she filed her lawsuit against the company and that man. But the company is the one that runs these events. And now also a car dealership had been advertising the event and apparently they supplied the car. And I've heard of that also. Local car dealership ties in with the event and says, okay, We're willing to kick in a couple bucks if we get to use our vehicle and it's wrapped or something with the name of our dealership on it. And so there is a company behind this that specializes in hole-in-one contests. And they provided coverage for the tournament. And I guess it coverage they're referring to like almost like insurance coverage. So she seeks to recover the title to Mercedes or $90,000, take your pick, 
In an emailed statement to a news agency on August 25th, the man referenced earlier said that the school organized the tournament and Mercedes-Benz sponsored the hole-in-one prize through his company. He said he didn't deny the woman her prize, rather the prize indemnifier did. And, and apparently that's the company we're talking about, the hole-in-one company. And the man's saying that he didn't make the decision. So attorneys representing Mercedes-Benz of South Orlando declined to comment, saying they're unable to comment on pending litigation. The hole-in-one company did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the news agency either. However, we do know more. Back in June, one of the men I mentioned earlier emailed the attorneys representing the plaintiff, notifying them that her hole-in-one prize claim has been denied. The reason was that her former status was she was a professional golfer. She was more than 15 years ago. And so the man told the news agency that he previously told the woman, I didn't think she would be eligible for the prize due to her former status, and that I would contact the prize indemnifier whom I used for the event. So after he spoke with the hole-in-one company, he was told that she was not eligible. According to the complaint, she is no longer a golf professional and has been officially registered as an amateur with the U.S. Golf Association for more than 15 years. So this is going to boil down to literally the exact words in the rules. Does it say you are ineligible if you are a professional golfer? Or will it say you are ineligible if you've ever been a professional golfer? Or is it going to say something like uh, you're ineligible, uh, et cetera, cetera, vague, squirrely language that anybody can interpret any way they want? But she's saying, yes, I was a pro 15 years ago. Now I'm an amateur. And she says because she's a registered amateur with the USGA, that makes her an amateur. But it doesn't mean she's never been a pro. So (laughs) this is how attorneys think. So she meets the definition of an amateur golfer under both the USGA guidelines and the hole-in-one contract signed by the tournament client. So it's going to boil down to can you win if you are an amateur or you can only win if you've never been a pro. Meanwhile, the USGA's director of brand communications told the news agency that Chen successfully applied for reinstatement of her amateur status back in 2000. It is important to note that the USGA only addresses direct requests for reinstatement, does not maintain a list of amateur golfers, as players can change their status at any time, and there's no requirement that they notify the USGA. The woman's filed a lawsuit and several causes of action, including breach of contract, Uh, and says that by showing up and entering the tournament, her host paying the entry fee and her hitting a hole-in-one, she accepted the defendant's offer, formed a contract, paid consideration, and fulfilled her obligations under the contract. Meanwhile, Isleworth Golf and Country Club's course was designed by Arnold Palmer, in case you're curious, and is the former home course of Tiger Woods, according to Sports Illustrated. Uh, The town is about 15 miles southwest of Orlando. So, interesting case. We've encountered this before. uh, And it always boils down to how the rules are written. And I've seen it before where on those basketball halftime shots, they will say that you cannot do this and win if you've ever played professional basketball, college basketball, and they list a bunch of things. But the biggest problem I have with these contests is that, for instance, you go to a basketball game and they go, hey, at halftime we're going to pick a seat and the seat's going to win. 
and they pick your seat, and you go running down, and the crowd's going nuts. They really ought to ask you, by the way, have you ever played professional or college basketball? And if you say yes, they need to tell you, okay, by the way, you, you don't win. And I think that the moment they hand you the ball and say, take a shot, you win, take a shot and you hit it, I think you win. But in a situation like this, these rules need to be clear and out there somewhere where people can see them. And they need to be where you can see them before you make the decision to go to the golf course. Because if you see advertising on TV that says, hey, come on down, you could win a car. Uh, And you come on down and then they tell you, oh, by the way, if you've ever played professional golf, you can't win. That wouldn't be fair. Now, I suspect, I suspect that if you found a TV ad for this and as they are rolling the last credits of the ad and you hit pause, there'd be a big block of text at the bottom of your screen you probably couldn't read because the type is so small. And buried in there somewhere is going to be the language we're looking for. And the question is, does that put people on notice about coming down and playing to try to see if they can win this car. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. But it does boil down to, like I said, how those rules read. Because if I'm running a contest, I've got the right to set the rules. But if I ask you to participate, especially if it costs you money, uh, those rules have got to be known to you and clear. And now, obviously, if you choose not to read the rules, that's fine. But if they can say, hey, look, every single person who entered signed this form, and right here it says, by the way, one, two, three, four, rules, and you sign below that, if that rule says, if you've ever been a pro, you're out, you're out. If it says, if you're a pro now, you are out. Oh, you're not a pro right now, are you? So that's what it's going to boil down to. We'll see what happens. Lenny and Steven, thanks for sending it. Julia Marnin wrote that for the Miami Herald. Hole-in-one prize winner sues after she's denied the keys to her new Mercedes-Benz in Florida. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Three things in life are certain. Death, taxes, and lost data. Guess which has occurred.